Hey there guys, this is your DM Fred just popping in real quick to deliver some terrible news. Now, what would have been this episode is, um, well, it got lost. My audio track was somehow removed, and sadly, it's kind of one of the most important tracks, right? If we lost Cleo's, no offense to Cleo, we could probably do without, but we kind of can't without me. And so, the reason why this episode is late is because we tried to reconstruct it. We really did. We tried a couple different methods. We tried to run some data recovery programs on my drives that I use, and it's it's just gone. Uh, it's it's vanished. And maybe maybe someday the 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 gods of data will allow it to reappear on my hard drive, safe and sound, just like it it should be. But that's not the case. And rather than stalling further, we decided that we would just move on, and that I would give you a quick rundown of what actually happened. So that episode was really scarce on actual plot events. It was a lot of character development, and I'm hoping we'll get a chance to cover those in a later time. But the crew decided to go buy some equipment. It wasn't anything major. They bought, I want to say, like some special socks and some food uh, for the journey, and maybe a couple other things, some small improvements. Um, they boarded Captain Angvor's vessel and started sailing out to Athelan, but as they left Skraling, the giant evil cloud of despair and destruction uh, had crested the White Cap Mountains, and it had rushed down the mountainside, carried by terrain and maybe something else? I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, and swallowed Skraling and its some thousands of occupants. And that's where we'd left off. Um, you guys will be rejoining them as they are on the ship headed towards Ithilin. Uh I'm really sorry about the, the episode being late. Hopefully it never happens again. But, you know, it's um, it's podcasting, right? I, it's, it's, it is what it is. And we, we do what we can to, to get by. And sometimes that's all we can do, right? You, uh, what's, what's that from Altered Carbon? You, you take what's offered and sometimes that just has to be enough. Uh, so until until next time, have enjoy the episode. Thanks. All right. So last week, you guys had just left Skraling, uh, on on the on the Dawnstar. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you say Dawnstar or Dongstar? I mean, it would be fun if it was the Dongstar, but it's not. Um, you guys chartered a boat with Captain Angvor, traveling to Ithilin, where he's got to drop off his cargo before he can take you guys to Pintorith, where you will continue your journey to refuge. Okay. Um. Is there anything that anybody wants to do during this boat trip? It's about two days. It's uh, open waters for the most part. Uh, you guys are speeding up as much as you can. You know, you don't want to get caught in this cloud that uh, has has kept a pretty strong pace ever since it, it consumed Skraling. Um, it's not it's not like on your guys' heels, but it's it hasn't faded into the distance like it like might have before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the only thing I'm really going to do is I'm going to, um, I am going to study that journal a little bit more and see if I can, like, get anything out of it. I mean, I probably can, so I'm just kind of learning what they know. 
Uh, I am going to take a little bit of time off to um, do to basically do prayers for everybody that was just like melted in the purple <laughs> cloud, and then the rest of the time I'm just kind of kind of mix different stuff together in different vials and make more fake stuff. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a very um. That seems like a very Feralis thing to do. Thank you. I'm just gonna be violently sick over the side of the boat the whole time. Oh yeah, because oh. your character not had not handled boats well. No. <laughs> so just oh. just a lot of vomiting, constantly. Um. The uh. The first mate Theodore. He uh. He rubbed your back comfortingly. I'm just gonna collect a little bit of it in a small vial in case I need to use it for something. Ew. God. <laughs> You just never know. Sometimes you want to make a potion that's, like, real nasty tasting for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and Crow, what are you going to be doing during this voyage? Oh, probably resting. I got my ass kicked pretty badly back in the bar. Well, you really did. So you're, like, you're probably down in the cargo holds. You've probably fashioned, like, uh, uh, makeshift bedding out of of whatever's nearby. Yeah. Just kind of curled up in a corner. Yeah, kind of curled up in the corner, resting, probably ridding from that spell book I got. Try, trying to learn how to how to how to read stuff with one eye now. I was gonna say, it seems like I vaguely remember him like losing an eye or a limb or something. I, I lost right? I, I lost the eye. Oh. Yeah, man. he uh, he sliced his eye open. He kind of he kind of blind magged, but with slashing damage instead of piercing. Yeah, I uh, I tell him I can sell him something that'll help that grow back, but he's got to pay five thousand gold. I don't have that much money for one for two. Okay, never mind then. I'm pretty Enjoy. sure I would have learned by now not to trust your po- your potions. Yeah, isn't it, it? Wouldn't it be irresponsible for you as the cleric if you if it was within your power to heal him to not heal him? The guy's gotta live, especially <laughs> considering how he's you know in your party and is directly tied to your other money making ventures. I'm just well, if you want to think about it, Fred, I'm like the muscle here, all right? I'm like, I'm like the bouncer. If I have like a if I don't have an eye, that kind of ups my scare factor for when I think about it. That's the ridiculous part of it, though, right? Is you're like you're the ma- you're the muscle, you're the bouncer, you're also the mage. <laughs> <laughs> you you picked mage and you picked monk, the two classes that can't wear heavy armor. Yeah. No, but I, I'm I'm pretty dexterous. So you're 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 tank insofar as you neo like dodge from everything that's thrown at you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Jesus Christ. And he has a pretty badass binocorn. Shit, Charles is gone, unfortunately. Moment of silence. Okay, so that, that seems like a, a another super Krell thing to do. Uh, the the first day passes pretty uneventfully. You know, oh, wait, wait, wait. Of, um, do, we, do we get margaritas while we're, while we're there? You don't get margaritas, <laughs> and you don't get yargaritas. Because this is a... They, they, didn't, uh, they didn't pack anything they for that. They don't have alcohol on their ships? Or fruit? No, Theodore's struggling with sobriety, and he would like it if you didn't bring it up. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, they just, they just, they probably have, like, ale to bring along, because why wouldn't they? Because they're but ex-pirates. They aren't ex-pirates. Oh, they're really? just movers of cargo and all things good. Smuggler. Yeah, and all things beneficial. So they're yeah, Han Solo's All things beneficial. Then. Which is how I know them. Wait, wait, it's with the Captain Han Solo. Don't look in the, uh... Who's the Chewbacca to the Han Solo? I mean, you would be. Well, no, like, Theodore is the the Chewbacca to Angvor's Han Solo. Oh, okay. He's big, he's fluffy, and he could probably tear your arms off. (laughs) Is there anything you guys want to do on on the second day? 
continue vomiting. Uh, so you basically you spent you've spent forty eight just vomiting off the side of this boat. Well, and sleeping yeah. when I can. I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna do. I'm trying to think of something I might have a uh, like a cantrip of or something. Like I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna like use create water and um, purify food and drink mm-hmm. to try to like help her not become dehydrated and maybe with magic food not puke up all over the place okay so basically with with your with your magic you you summon up some fresh water and with uh some of the the food and then you uh you create some uh some thin bread bites they're like these really thin uh kind of crunchy slices of of uh bread these little squares maybe like less than an eighth of an inch thick uh, with with a light dusting of salt. Where do no. they come from? Cause it, it sounds like it's summoning them, but where do you it's, summon it's them summon, from? It's summoned from it's summoned from their god. Their god's got a kitchen. Oh. So yeah. it's not every summoned. God, from every the god future. has a every god has a pantry, and in that pantry is a bunch of food for for you know when when the kids get hungry. Michael, if you if you don't want, I won't share my salty treats with you. Sometimes they uh they give their their. Practitioners gushers. And Jokes on other you. Times I'm a it's monk. just orange slices. I, I can go days without food. It's called fasting. <laughs> Mike, yes. I would love to see you fast. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> I didn't do very well the first time. Oh, God. <laughs> I only lasted. I only lasted like 12 hours. <laughs> okay, and Quell, you're, um, you're still resting underneath the, underneath the bridge? Yeah, yeah, for now. I would. Okay. Um, because we are, because this is a two-day journey, right? Yeah. I would definitely like to use some of my mending magic to make sure that he doesn't have anything broken and he heals as well as he can. Maybe, okay. uh, maybe do some of those like silk bandages I made up at the uh, at the church, okay, the temple, and uh, use that to help him speed along because he really did get beat up a lot. So here's here's what I'm gonna have happen, right? Is because of the rules that I've already set up for your healing supplies. Uh-huh. It doesn't make sense for him to continue to have, like, a grievous wound. Yeah. Unless Mike wants that to be the case, in which case I'll find a way to make it work. What? What's up? Mike, do you want your eye back or no? No, I thought I, I thought it was pretty clear. It adds my intimidation factor when I have to. Does, okay. Does he take... Yeah, but the thing is, is does he take a... Yeah, you, you take a reflex a penalty, penalty. Right? Minus one to perception. Yeah, minus one to perception. I think it should be, like, minus one to reflex. All right. Minus one. Because you don't have any depth perception. Yeah. And it's, so it's kind of hard to dodge things when you don't know how close it is to you, right? You're like, I'm going to dodge it, and then it's like a meter away. Ah, all right, I got it there. All right, so um, in that case, yeah, you're, you're healing. Uh, it starts to kind of mend together these bruises and cuts and everything that are all over his body. His eye doesn't look like it's healing too much. If anything, you would think that it might have healed as best as it, as it currently will, um, yeah. barring any extreme divine intervention it's likely that crow won't regain the sight in his eye oh man i tried i still got one good eye don't worry about it but see now he he gets this like wicked scar right down the side of his face because of this right like he gets he gets one of those awesome like mercenary scars yeah can i use magic to shape the scar in the form of a lightning bolt um, I think you would have to ask Krell first. I mean, you can do it. Can but... I do it and just not tell him? Because I feel like that that's something that Pharrellis would do. I'm trying to think if he should have any reason to 
perceive anything. Hey, Crow, why don't you just roll a d20 for me, and I'll see how much of this you perceive. And don't use your, your eye perception check. Uh, that's a 10. Okay. So you perceive a, uh, a like warm glow welling up uh, around you and kind of like touching your skin. It's, it's brief. It lasts for just a second, and then it, it disappears. It's all right, man. I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just healing you. It's okay. It's just, it's just my magic healing. You're fine. Wait, wait so you're actually healing someone? Yeah, I'm healing you. I'm using my cleric abilities to help you heal. No. He's making you feel good inside. <laughs> yeah. Making you feel warm and, and soft inside. I don't think you like the sound of that. It's fine. You're fine. It's, it's all Do fine. you guys think that, like, healing magic feels wet? Yes. Yes. I, I, I feel like thought it's it, probably it feel like a like warm, warm summer rain feeling. Because I'm thinking it would be like super warm, but it would also feel like you're you're like submerged in like a warm bath while it's healing. Yeah. You. Oh, that sounds kind of kind of nice. gushy. Like maybe like a, like lukewarm Jello. Yeah. Like as opposed to um like being ra- bathed in like warm sunlight or something. I feel like it would be like you would just feel kind of wet. Why would you think that? That makes me feel well because so because great healing inside. healing potions are wet. And so yeah. I would think that healing potions were probably derived from... Here's my question, okay? Would you would you heal by eating something solid? Or eat, or would you heal by drinking something liquid? Because liquid sounds like the easiest thing to, 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 to swallow. Okay, I was about to say, so are you saying that we need, like, healing granola bars? <laughs> oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> right? I wish that was the Are thing. they Nature Valley? No, they're Mender's Valley. <laughs> Do you want me to make you some magic granola, Mike? That no, I can I'm heal good. You with? Okay. The, ad- advertised on the packaging would be like apple crisp, right? But it wouldn't taste like apple crisp. Would it would taste like, like yeah. It would taste like a like red or or yeah. like bananas. It would be like crunchy raspberry pleasure. Or better yet, I would like to think that because they're healers and they're not like. You know, they're not they're not brewmasters, right? They're like, this is supposed to taste like raspberry and it tastes like watermelon. It actually <laughs> tastes like snozberries. Okay. So You're this welcome. this second day lasts pretty well and uh about late evening well not late evening, but you know, the about sunset you guys uh managed to, to approach and make dock in Ethylin. Ethylin's kind of a it's another small town. It's probably just larger than a village. Uh there's there's some docks and little fishing areas around here and up on this uh raised area of the city overlooking this cliff is a is a large manor i'm gonna have Feralis go ahead and roll a knowledge local you said overlooking a cliff right yeah okay what did you i'm sorry what did you say knowledge local yeah okay that's a five okay so, Feralis, you you kind of you kind of recognize this place. You get the idea that you've been here before, but you don't remember too much about the area. You get the idea that you probably passed by here, um, maybe selling some of your wares at some point. But maybe it's a little bit like of a you, blur because I've traveled around so much. Exactly. I mean, that's the issue, right? Is you've traveled around so much that all these small like riverside fishing areas look about the same to you. Yeah. We'll say that instead of you rolled a shitty roll and you just don't know anything. Yeah. I like that explanation You guys, you guys make land. Actually, does anybody else want to roll a, a local knowledge check or are we good with what Feralis has got? I will. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll one. I got a 19. Okay. Damn. So 
you you're a little bit more familiar with this area. You've traveled maybe a, to a, a lot less places, right? You're not some traveling salesman. You kind of just gone where jobs take you, and you've passed through here maybe once or twice. You you probably know that there's a guy Ferrari's tavern. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this shit. Is it, is it painted red? Yeah, I I don't know what Guy Fieri's restaurants are painted. Oh no, I thought it was it's a Ferrari. Yeah, it's Guy Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. Red Ferrari, yeah. Fred. Well, it's not spelled like that. Oh, it's not? No, it's spelled F-E-R-R-A-R-Y. Maybe in this world it is. Um, which is which is probably one of the biggest places of note. Uh, you know that the the manor up on top of the hill belongs to kind of this this merchant who's made his his money working this this um this river. Oh, time to rob the place. <laughs> Um, other than that, it's a lot of, like, small houses and everything. Um, there's, there's, like, kind of craftsman shops, but, I mean, they wouldn't sell maybe what you need. They're largely, like, housing supplies and, uh, processing materials and everything. Okay. Right, like, this, this is basically the type of area that, um, things would get, uh, shipped to to be processed and then shipped out. Right. Um, so, yes, uh, Angkor... Uh, approaches you guys as as some of the the crew start unloading things down down onto the onto the docks. All right, um, it's going to be probably about it's probably going to take us the rest of the night to get this cleared through customs. So, if you guys wanted to find some place to stay for the night, or you could wind up stopping here, but it's going to be a lot of noise. I I think you should probably leave for for at least a couple minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm down. Uh, gather my backpack up and stuff, and he uh, he passes you guys. Uh, three gold. Have a drink on me. Oh, that's quite kind of you, considering I think I only paid like 27 for the trip, so... Don't bring it up. Hi, <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, mate. We'll go have a drink. I'm a little thirsty, actually. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink, that kind of thing. Don't I know it. He he kind of slaps you. He, he goes to slap you on the back, but, I mean, he's a dwarf, so it kind of is more of a butt pat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just kind of, I jump a little bit, and I kind of, uh, I pat him on the head, and I just walk off fairly quickly. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan, guys? Where are we going? And let's see, you guys, you guys can um, either, like, explore this town a little bit more, but, of course, you know, Frankie doesn't have a whole lot of knowledge of, of what else might be around, so there could be, like, little gems here and there, but who knows. You guys can go to, to Flavortown, uh, Ferrari. <laughs> Guy Ferraris. <laughs> is there is there a fantasy Dutch Brothers? Um, you know that's the thing. I I could allow it. Yeah, if they've got something like a coffee place, I'll go with um, I'll go with Krell. It seems like he needs somebody on his right side anyway. So I think I think him. they're called Cafe. No, actually, cafe. here they're called Evox. It's a cafe. Does a cafe usually uh, serve coffee or tea or both? Both. Okay. Fantasy Starbucks, Fantasy Starbucks. Where all of your dreams come true. Come on, I'm gonna go find me some shitty coffee to drink. Okay, you know what? I'll come all with right. you. So you guys too. are gonna go. Okay, all three of you guys are off looking for a cafe. You guys uh, spend a little bit of time wandering through um, this area until Krell hits a hits a familiar scent, and then kind of like following a bloodhound. You guys, you guys <laughs> trail him to to a small. Uh, coffee stand that looks like it's it's getting ready to close you probably you, you probably got here just in time 
um, over the, uh, the, I don't know how you would, you would refer to that. It's like, you know, the window that everybody leans out of to be able to work or to, to pass shit, the, right? Would we just call that like a display window? Yeah. Except it's not a display window because nothing's on display. It's where things are being passed. Outside the window. serving window, uh, yeah. just, just above it, you, you see the, the company's name. You're surprised to see that, uh, that the, uh, Dwarf Co. Coffee Company has, has got a franchise even out here. Truly, Dwarf Co. spreads everywhere. Everything that it touches is Dwarf Co. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, Dwarf Co. actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, Dwarf, I would, I would drink a Dwarf Co. Com, uh, coffee they, company. Do you think they have a white dwarf? Well, I mean, they've, you, you'll have to see. Actually, you don't no, no, you no, know no, from you, their you, menu. You know let what me, a white let me go zombie ahead. is? Yes, yeah. I do. It's a white, you, it's pretty much what a white dwarf is. A white dwarf is a white zombie. You're, you're probably familiar with, with their signature drinks. They've got the gold nugget. They've got the iron ingot. Right, they got they got the 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 ruby red drinkture. It's a it's a drinking tincture. I want that. Okay, so one one ruby red. Me too. Yep. Two ruby reds. And I will have the white dwarf. Okay, so ordering from the secret menu, Krell orders the white dwarf. God, I want to get dirty with this, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of a it's a white chocolate variant of their of their. Uh, their gold nugget. Nice. And, uh, can uh, we see them they, making it? Yes, you can. You watch um, them uh, busy themselves in, in this little area. Uh, okay. This kinda, it's kind of a cramped space. It's just enough to fill what they need to make drinks. Okay. So I just want to lean forward I say, and I just want to say, hey, how do you guys heat your how do you guys heat your drinks? Magic? Well, I mean, other, other places would use, would use an actual rune, rune stove, but I just like pure wood. I try, sorry, oh. come on. Is this, are you Pinocchio? Okay, Freddy, this is out of character, but is that Pinocchio? I'm a little boy. <laughs> I swear, it's a Pinocchio. Quiet. Well, okay. if, if you if you roll a perception check. <laughs> God damn it. Actually, oh um, roll a, roll a general knowledge check. Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some knowledge with you that's, that's known throughout the rest of the world. But whether or not your character knows it is something else. Alright, that's a 18. So you would know that the Dwarfco Coffee Company has found a way to cut their operating costs immensely by making every franchise owned and operated by automatons. That's actually pretty, that's actually pretty smart. Oh man, nice. Take away the jobs. Should have said yeah. that before we got here. <laughs> Automation is sweeping the fantasy nation. Damn it. Uh, they, they're disguised pretty well. They, they realized early on that making them look as, as human as possible is, is the best option. Um, there's there's some telltale one. signs, of course. You know, you can make out some of the joints, and the eyes are a little too big and dead. But other than I mean, that, they, uh, they Carl all... Carl doesn't have any room to judge. Well, and the nice thing is, is, you know for a fact that all the coffee that you're getting is going to be the exact same no matter where you are. So they've mastered consistency and wages. I like that, actually. It's, I'll go with that. So it, is, is the uh, Dwarf Co. headquarters gone? You would not know. Oh. Yeah, we still don't know what's happening behind the cloud, to be fair. I mean, it, for all you guys know, behind the cloud could be, like, just a paradise, right? It looks like, a, like the Lucky Charms Leprechaun's home. Yeah, it's like you go you go through there and everything's bright green and there's like butterflies that are like super vibrant. Walking right? skeletons. Krell, go find out. 
Okay, fine. Quinn, take a dive in. You you should take a dive in the glow cloud. All right, I'll be right back. I'm gonna walk there. You know, cross the goddamn ocean and do it. Uh, so what you're saying is is that it's a wood 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 fed stove and not magic. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that we need need to get our drink and leave quickly. Which is interesting, given that this is an automaton that it has preferences. Um, if you thought on it for a second, you might see the flaw in that. But well, the, you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You don't think about it. it. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna it. say that it's more the fact that probably like this, you know, you know, magical copies of like people, people, uh, brain patterns or something. Well, or it would be more reasonable to think that this automaton has in its programming recognized that the magic items aren't working as they should and has now adjusted to work on wood. All right, that no. works too. That's a good point. I just Don't don't dumb down my automaton, Michael. I, I love I this thing. Want, I want to hug it. I just want my drink. All right, fine. It uh, it it puts the the drinks down and it it kind of shuts this little metal cage around it uh to keep you guys from stealing it while I'm, while ro- I'm rolling a taste gold. check. It's a 19. Tastes delicious. Okay. Um, six gold. Six gold? Okay, uh, I'll give you my... I'll throw my three in, because then he gives three apiece. Yeah. Okay, I'll throw my three in. I'll throw my three in, too. That's nice. Okay. All right, I guess I'm not to be... I guess you don't have to pay anything then, okay? <laughs> and Krill doesn't, Krill doesn't even offer. He doesn't even, like, put anything into the tip jar. That's oh, wait, nice. fine, fine. I'll Which is great, because, again, if you think about it for even a second, you'd realize that... These automatons don't take tips. Oh, yeah, they're just... They they all get I... sent to the headquarters. You're just paying more for these fat cat dwarves. <laughs> I just like the idea that, like, Krell takes his coffee and he's like, yeah, you pay for it. And he just, like, kind of <laughs> slinks off and drinks his coffee. You guys, you guys were the number one who paid before I paid. Hey, it's on me, buddy. Um, hey, Pharrellis. Yes, sir. Make a perception check. Oh, okay. Uh, that is a 19. You notice on a nearby wall a, a poster. Okay. That's all. Um, uh, okay. Um, is it a, is like, is it just a single poster or are there other posters around it? I mean, there, you've noticed, um, posters like along the way, but this might be the first time that you've actually taken note of, of this poster. Okay. Well, since I was the first one to get my drink while everybody else is getting theirs, I'm just going to like kind of shuffle around like I actually do in real life and drink my Thing and just okay. kind of occupy my feet. So I'm just going to kind of shuffle around and like look at it out of the corner of my eye while I'm drinking my drink. Okay. Uh, what is everybody else doing? I'm chugging that drink. Okay. You're like by the by the coffee stand still drinking it? Yeah. What about you, Crow? I'm sorry? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just leaning there nearby building it, kind of sipping it gingerly. <laughs> Sav- okay. Savoring the taste of the white dwarf. <laughs> All right. God, that sounds disgusting. It, it does, but, but awesome at the same time. Michael's hanging out, savoring that white dwarf. <laughs> okay, so Feralis, mm-hmm. uh, you've, you've paced by uh, a couple times, and you've kind of been piecing together what this says the whole time. Yeah. And you notice that it says, wanted, Feralis P. Carnegie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, is there a picture of me there? There is a, uh, a sketch of you. A really well done sketch, actually. Does it look like me? It looks exactly like you. Well, shit. Um, uh, it's about this time that, that things click for you. Okay. You recognize why this town has been so familiar feeling. Why you've recognized 
this big manor on the hill, and you've recognized, uh, what was it, Guy Ferrari's pub. You recognize that you've been to a villain before. Oh, shit. When you treated the merchant lord's son. Oh. With a potion that did nothing. Oh, shit. Oh, I mean, that doesn't sound like me at all, actually. I mean, it I'm does. The, it sounds uh, like something that, uh, that you would do while you were, you know, you, you might have um, been down on your luck. You needed some extra coin. and Let's be perfectly honest. I would do it now. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's why that's why I'm saying like this is totally something that you would have yeah. done. Are you kidding me? You would have been like, oh, your 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 son needs help with this mild cold. Yeah, here, take this. Uh. It's around the time that you notice this that a company of heavily armed guards enter this this square. I'm gonna like I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold my drink up towards my face and I'm kind of gonna duck down a little bit and I'm just gonna start walking in the opposite direction well it's it's funny because as you start walking the opposite direction another regiment <laughs> enters through the other corridor the the one uh from from the first party uh calls a calls the company to halt and he, he sort of just points his halberd directly at you for P. carnegus stop in the name of the law i'm just gonna i'm gonna hold my drink and i'm gonna look around and then I'm going to look over at Krell, and I'm going to point at him, and I'm like, who, who him? <laughs> yeah, he, he gestures again with the halberd. <laughs> no, no you. I don't, I'm, my name's Bill. My name's Bill Sumter. Uh, go ahead and roll a, on, roll on, a blood could I, check. Could I, could I uh, do like a perception check to listen in on what's going on? Uh, yeah. You don't All right. have to. I was about to say, you don't really have to, well, though. I'm this pretty is, sure I would notice. I think I would have noticed a group of armed soldiers just walking in. I, you like know, that's funny, Michael. I would think so, too. I would think that you would recognize some, like, 20 soldiers filling a courtyard. But, you know what? Actually, I'm not sure. Let me go ahead and, um, I'll just, I'll just settle this for you right now. Let's see, let's see if you recognize. Crowley, you don't recognize this group of soldiers that are entering into this corridor. Because you don't have so a freaking eye. You with your coffee. Wait, oh, okay. Yes, Michael, you notice that there's a group up, of soldiers. I, I, I shrugged. <laughs> I thought he was really going to go with that. I'm just, um, I'm just looking lazily up into the clouds. I rolled an eight. Okay. Um, he, he gestures to for everybody to, uh, to start approaching to surround you. Um... I'm going to. They they kind of cut you off from your, from your friends as, as they start to uh, encircle you. I'm going to hold my cup up in front of the lead guy, and I'm going to drop it. And as it drops, I'm going to pull Star Smasher out and spin it around my hand and hold it up in front of my body. And I'm just going to look at him and say, "Come on." Nice. Okay. This is going to be one hell of a fight. Will Ferelis take on the entirety of the town's armed guard? Or will he be seized, captured, and alone? We'll have to find out next time on the pen and paper tab. Shit, the answer's no. What the hell is going on over there? I mean, the answer's yes. I don't know yet. (laughs) I wasn't thinking when I did that.